Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Mind your business. Only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Lily and Ryan. On Mind Your Business this morning, the global market size of deep tech is estimated to reach $3.73 billion by 2032. And at the same time, around 15% of the market share is controlled by the top five companies, the big boys of tech, right? Google, Mm. Facebook, Amazon, IBM and Apple. So while it does seem like there is scope for deep tech ventures to flourish in the market, Uncertain economic conditions have cast a shadow over the growth of startups in Singapore. Yeah, not surprising. Think about where investors uh, are, are thinking or are doing because with what's been happening in mm. the backdrop, a lot of uncertainty. So the number of funding deals here have dropped 17.2% from 58 in 2021 to 48 last year. And fundraising value for early stage emerging technology startups are down 28.1% from the 352 million US dollars raised in 2021. And that's on average across all verticals and funding stages. So these numbers were released recently by government-owned tech investor SG Innovate. So is there an upside to this gloomy picture for aspiring startup founders? What can we expect to see in the deep tech industry? Let's hear from Kelly Chan, Assistant Director of Investments at SG Innovate. Good morning, Kelly. Hi, good morning. Morning, Kelly. Now, before we dive into Mm -hmm. the deep tech startup space in Singapore, let's start with a bit of an overview. What is deep tech for those of us who are new to this space? Um, So basically, deep tech are basically companies with a lot of IP, a lot of intellectual property, Mm. anything that has defensibility that's going to be hard to replicate. Um, And for us, uh, my team actually did embark on a study to sort of understand the Singapore early stage emerging tech startup landscape. So basically the reason why we're doing this is really to identify the trends and new companies that are incorporating in the spaces that we're interested in, as well as to raise awareness within the industry to the other investors who want to invest in the space as well. Kelly, SG Innovate launched a couple of initiatives earlier this year, Mm -hmm. one of them being Deep Tech Talent Central, which focuses on training deep tech talent and growing the jobs marketplace. And I'm looking at your numbers. Uh, You have some ambitious plans here. SG Innovate is looking to onboard over 500 emerging tech startups by 2025. That's almost triple the 174 companies last year. So as a venture investor, how does SG Innovate select startups to fund? And are there already thousands you can pick from to meet your target? Yeah, so I think for us, when we go about looking for startups to invest, it really depends on what the global market trend is. Mm-hmm. So let's say, for example, when we look at like in the area of sustainability, you know, countries are working towards reducing their carbon emissions, which sort of rides on the 2050 carbon neutrality goals. So things like uh, new energy, like your hydrogen, ammonia, nuclear fusion technologies that are able to do that will definitely be of interest to us. And so then we'll evaluate those companies for potential investments. Yeah, so when I think of deep tech, I think about all these game-changing technologies around spaces like AI, quantum computing. So what are you looking out for when it comes to the type of technologies that are in trend right now when it comes to investing? Definitely anything that uh, writes on global trends to sort of technology that are able to address these global challenges are definitely things that we look out for. So like things that you mentioned about quantum computing that sort of falls within our advanced manufacturing vertical. 
future for us. Computing is definitely an area of interest mm. and anything that is able to make a computer better, faster, cheaper, we will definitely be excited about. When we talk about every food, we're talking about uh, how do we improve self-sufficiency for food. So things like alternative proteins will be of interest to us and sort of like some of the challenges that, you know, uh, that a company might face in alternative protein space like scalability. Uh, technology that can help address that will also be of interest. Let's talk about the current landscape. Your latest report, uh, Singapore Early Stage Emerging Tech Startups 2022, released earlier this month, says the emerging tech startup pipeline seems to be reaching a steady state. And I think the word maturing was used. Correct me if I'm wrong, there were only 35 startups incorporated last year, down from 63 in 2021. Help us make sense of these numbers and share with us how SG Innovate determines the maturity level of tech startups in Singapore. Yeah, so I think very similar to our last week's report where we where we did it in for twenty twenty one, we also uncovered only about thirty plus startups. Uh, but when we start when we did the report again last year, there was an updated number two sixty three for twenty twenty one. We'll likely see this trend for twenty twenty two because a lot of these deep tech startups tend to be quite uh, in stealth mode. Uh, when they first uh, incorporate. So we wouldn't be able to know about them unless they come through the universities, for example, because we do work very closely with the universities to sort of identify what kind of companies are being spun out and what kind of cutting-edge technology they have. So, so what constitutes a mature startup? Yes, I think if you look at the different phases of a startup life cycle, uh, we will start off with definitely at the research stage. So that is mainly covered by the universities. Um, and then once they're ready, the universities do have entities like your NUS grid program, uh, graduate research innovation program, as well as NTU with their intuitives to help commercialize some of this research. Um, and then once the company is being incorporated, so meaning that, you know, they do have some form of prototype, they might join a specialized accelerator program to help accelerate the growth of these companies. So there are different programs like your big idea ventures that is very much food focused or meta actuator is very much medical focused to sort of help them grow. When I think about these startups, I think about how there needs to be a lot of patient capital, someone who's willing to pump money and wait for some time before it can be monetized. When you look at the current backdrop, so many issues uh, plaguing the economic outlook. You've got the US banking sector crisis or turmoil. You've got rising interest rates. When you look at the investment appetite around emerging tech these days, are you seeing a bit of a slowdown right now? How much is that slowdown you're seeing in terms of the emerging tech space in Singapore? Uh, so you're right to say, so like, you know, like last year, you know, with Fed raising interest rates multiple times and we do see a declining valuation in the public market. So this has definitely impacted the private market as well from the late stage companies all the way to the early stage startups. Um, but at the same time also, I think perhaps the pandemic might have something to do with it as well. Because during the pandemic, uh, a lot of these emerging tech startups, they would have to have in-person interactions or have to be at the lab to be able to continue their innovation. And during the lockdown period, it's quite hard to do that. Uh, so because of that, there will be lesser companies being incorporated during that period of time. And usually it takes about two years for a company to raise their first round of institutional funding. So that might have also impacted like the amount, total amount raised as well for 2022. So is there a silver lining here for would-be entrepreneurs? And what are some of the key considerations an entrepreneur should be thinking about before diving into a deep tech venture? Yeah, so I think in Singapore, we always talk about ecosystem. So no startup can work in silos by themselves. 
so I definitely there are a lot of uh, support available here in Singapore from grants, government grants, for example. Uh, we do see a huge influx of capital coming into Singapore as well. And also perhaps by working with the different entities at the different stages of the startup, from um, like the accelerators to perhaps even the corporates as well. We have noticed that a lot of corporates are setting up their venture team here to look at deals in Singapore and regionally as well. Yeah, Kelly, it's not just about money, right, when it comes to yeah. investing. Uh, when it p- comes to the growth in the startup, what are you looking at as important traits? How much does culture come into play? How much does collaborators and the ecosystem come into play and the other parts of the value chain? Uh, it's definitely very important because a lot of these emerging tech startups tend to be B2B by nature. So a lot of their, they will have to work with a lot of partners, be it from manufacturing partners to help with their supply chain. Uh, manufacturing to their supply chain uh, all the way to corporates who will be paying them for their commercial contracts. Let's dive deeper into some of the tech domains. Every day we read about some new AI innovation or chat GPT related developments. Are you seeing more new startups building upon AI and chat GPT technologies in Singapore? And perhaps from an investment perspective, what can you tell us about the deep tech industry here? Are investors betting big? So unfortunately, this, this report doesn't really cover AI at this point in time, but definitely AI and chat, I mean, chat GBT, generative AI is something of interest. We do see a global trend and more companies doing it. The early stage emerging tech startup ecosystem will still be active just because I think for investors to invest in this space, they would have known that the gestational periods for such investments will be a longer time. Uh, so I think they are a bit more ready to be able to invest in this space. And I don't think it's so much affected by the economic uncertainty at such early days of the startup. All right, we've been in conversation with Kelly Chan. She is the Assistant Director for Investments at SG Innovate, helping us to give an overview of the deep tech space in Singapore. Thank you so much for your time today, Kelly. Thank you, Thank Kelly. You. Thank you for having me. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.